You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly Philly? This is Miracle in the Midlands, number two. And the Eagles fans. The Eagles fans. Oh. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Philly Specialist. I'm Eric, joined by Dom. We're here today to come at you from a team that just can't seem to lose. And they keep winning in more impression fa- more impressive fashion. Well, I was going to say... We're Should back- we start over? We're back to 100% because I, <laughs> I, I wasn't sick. I'm not in Texas anymore. And <laughs> three words. Well, you are drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, drinking alcohol, well, no, this is a bad transition, but we have a couple egg bets we got to make good on today. So in a little bit, not right this second, but in a little while, we're going to do our eggs uh, live on air, and we will also record them and post a TikTok of our egg bets. We are, once again, coming through, as we said we would. as we promised. Uh, The last time I did an egg bet, it was 2 o'clock in the morning after the Eagles beat Dallas, and I put the whole thing in my mouth, and then th- threw it up. So hopefully this one does uh, does not have to be uh, excluded from my parents' Instagram seeing it or my sister's because <laughs> I was so mortified and I didn't feel like getting a, like a why would you do that? Why let me just fry it up next time? They're and just that, looking out for you. Yeah, yeah. Just don't want me to make a fool of myself on the internet. Here's here's the thing though. Maybe you can explain this to me because I can't really figure it out. When we do an egg bet, usually that means something good happens for the Eagles? Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me what good happened? For, like, what happened that we have to eat an egg? What did we do? So, I think the egg bet, there was, there was multiple. First of which, for you, was Derrick Henry not getting over 50 yards, and he had 30 yards, which, I don't know if you know this, very good. Uh, That's a good... If you take Derrick Henry and keep him under... A hundred yards. I mean, yeah, but like uh, under fifty, under forty, under forty, ridiculous. That's pretty good, almost right? unheard of. And and they were thumping him. They were absolutely annihilating him. I was at the game. I was fired up. I was I was pretty pissed off uh, last week. I th- like going into it when we recorded. I was kind of like fired up. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a little sick of the disrespect that the Eagles get because of one bad game against. Uh, the Washington, where we fumbled twice, and like you know, people started doubting this team. And I was kind of thinking, like, who the hell are the Titans to come into Philadelphia and be thought of as a team that could beat us? So I was pretty fired up. I was uh, pretty drunk, and I was yelling, "The disrespect will not be taken!" <laughs> um, and people around me, and uh, these tickets were from uh, WIP, so they were good seats. And my dad was like, "Don't you know? Don't." Act like an asshole. I was like, that. Uh, listen, I understand. It's still the link. Yeah, it was still the link. Uh, so I acted like an asshole, which was fine. Everything went perfectly. I believe uh, it. I was very impressed, you know, rolling into that egg bet. R- very impressed with the Eagles' defense this week again. And I think it's time to start. Th- are we, have we gone back full circle towards how many more of these games do we need until we formally apologize? Because I think we were right at the preposis of apologizing to Jonathan Gannon for uh, doubting him, and then he fell apart for really just two weeks or so, 
And now it's been against some some offenses against Derrick Henry. Uh, didn't look great, great against Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers I thought had some really short fields. Uh, true, and, true that. And, and you know, and obviously took care of business against Indy and Jonathan Taylor. So you know, the last three weeks he's kind of he's kind of taken that hiccup in the middle of the year and 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 really looked good. And uh, something that I I think I read online, but it, you know, it's it it doesn't take much to understand it in terms of like just watching the game. You see. Josiah Scott, who is a third string or second string player, stepping in for Avante Maddox and playing serviceable. Reed Blankenship comes in and looks really good. I mean, for what he is, a second string player. And it's that development of the back end players where I felt like the last coaching regime, the team was very, 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 very fragile in terms of if that first layer of, of talent goes down, essentially you can pack in the season. Now we've lost two, you know, I, I view Avante Maddox as a, a you know, upper starting wrestler. caliber yeah. player, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. And then CJ has had, you know, six interceptions. Career year. He would be, he would be in pro bowl right. voting if, uh, if it weren't for IR eligibility. And to not skip a beat. I mean, this is just like every, I think every week we can sit here and give somebody new their flowers. Cause it's like every week someone else is stepping up. Howie Roseman with Linval Joseph and Nick Domican Sue, who looked great in limited action. Again, there's, they're doing what they did in 2017 in terms of the defensive line is so deep and so good. You have, you have like 10 good players that you can cycle in and out and attack and stay fresh. And, and I'm hoping that, you know, uh, Jordan Davis gets, you know, gets back up to playing speed and, you know, improves with more snaps. But it's just this year has been such a all around on all three phases from the GM to the head coach to the coordinators that everything is just clicking in such a way that it's just it's just insane right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I think back to that 2017 year and I don't know if I think it has the same feeling. Yeah. It's not, and I'm not saying that in a negative way at all, you know, but it like in 17, it felt so unexpected. It was like, okay, we had just come off, I think a nine win season and it was like, okay, maybe we can build on something. They, they did a pretty good job in the off season. Not as good as this year. They had a talented team, not as talented as this year. And it was such a pleasant surprise. And it was like a fun ride Mm -hmm. this year. I feel like we came into this into this season and we were like, everything's in place. The team is roster wise is dominant. They should win a lot of games. And I almost feel like I've been on edge all year because I want to be right. I right. want to be. I, I want this team to be what it was propped up to be. And it seems like when when something like that happens, and you know somebody says a DT, we're not going to say the words, right? That always feels like it blows up in your face. And every mm-hmm. week I'm like, I hope this isn't the week. I hope this isn't the week. Right. We're you know, 12 games in. We have 11 wins. We are dominating week after week after week with the exception of two weeks where we didn't just absolutely crush people. I, like I almost can't believe that we're legitimately a dominant team. And, and I feel like for that reason, that's why we're getting so disrespected nationally. I don't know if you saw a lot of people, a lot of people were talking about it this week. Mm. They gave Super Bowl odds, and we were like the fourth. Yeah, behind behind Dallas, behind I think San Fran may have been uh, propped down because of the Jimmy Garoppolo injury, as but they it, should. Yeah, so very weird. <laughs> but I mean, you're right though. This team, this next man up mentality, 
is definitely in existence. The player development is a huge thing on this team, which was Nick Sirianni's strong suit. I think they learned from their from the mistakes that Doug had in his regime, not developing young players. Um, and this team just seems like it's built to win in a big way for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the young... development of some of these guys, year one to year two, is just... It's 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 crazy. I mean, we, we've we've harped on Hurts, but I think when you said, you know, the team was so good and all you needed was good play from your quarterback, and now this is what happens if you get great to, I mean, honestly, it's MVP level. It's, it's MVP level this MVP year. MVP level. No doubt about it. I mean, they. I saw a, it was like a comparison of 2017 Wentz versus 2022 Hurts yes, through 12 games, and it's staggeringly similar. I mean, it's, I mean Hurts is better in yeah, almost every way. he's outperforming, and it's just, just an insane time right now to be an Eagles fan, and like you said, it's like, it's not just if if we play our cards right, you know, this year is this year, and we're, you know, sit back and going to enjoy it. But now you have a, a top fifteen pick, almost a top ten pick, you know, in the bag with the Saints losing. It's, it's at five right it's now. At five right today. Now. It's at five today. It's at five, and they have. Oh, and it was the pr- that is so low compared to everything I know, else we I play. Was, I was real aware. So they have the Eagles, uh, Cleveland, Carolina, and Atlanta left. I, you know, if they go two and two, that's a top ten pick. Which is insane to think about that the Eagles are going to be, hopefully, knock on wood, and I think they will be a one seed with a buy, and then getting better next year by by getting young, cheap, top of the blue chip talent. It's just yeah. a good time to be an Eagles fan. Yeah, no doubt. A hard so, time to be a podcaster because it's hard to disagree about things. I, it's it is. It's just it's like, more compelling when we fight. It's like it's like we went from last week last year where it was like all right. Let's get together and argue about Jalen Hurts. Now we just like basically set time apart uh, of our week to just back to back jerk off watching. I know. It's like I know. Just a just a it, circle jerk to the Seagulls. Like team. not that it not, not that I liked it better when there was questions, <laughs> but we almost threw hands at your house. I can't remember what game we were watching. I know like Willis and a couple of those guys were were over there with us, and you were like, "You fucking love it. You fucking love it." Because he was having a bad game. <laughs> he was like, "You just fucking hate him, and you want him to suck." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't. I'm just watching him play bad." I was yelling at you and my uncle at the same time, <laughs> so that's what it was. Oh uh, man! But yeah, now look at it. I mean, right. it's just crazy. It's crazy to uh, to see the progression, and I don't think anybody ha- saw. The, I mean, we did project him to be an MVP. In our in our off season bets, but I think that was me doing a bit, and now it's coming true, which is crazy. He, I, I think he's got to be probably he's either it's one or, or Mahomes, two. It's either yeah. him or Mahomes for sure. And Mahomes, I I, I give Mahomes the edge because of the talent around Mahomes, but it's like I think you know the narrative of Jalen Hurts winning the MVP would just be. I also fantastic. don't. I also don't think there's like I know that they lost Tyree Kill this year, and I still don't think he has a lack of talent. Yeah, he's still got. I mean, there, you know, it's just not as. Uh, he still has Travis Kelsey. Which he still has is like, Kelsey. He's the best tight he end still has in the league. Arguably the best coach ever. Yeah, yeah, that's you true. You know, like he's he's got he's got he's got he's some got, stuff going he's got, for him. Yeah, that's true. You're you're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was that was the defensive side of the ball and just gasping at the team. And then another thing that we had an egg bet for, which would be the secondary egg bet, was I think. A.J. Brown, two touchdowns, and the Eagles to win. Two yuddies. And he had two touchdowns, and the Eagles won. And damn, were those touchdowns sick. Oh, the second one was unbelievable. Just just bullying. It, he just he plays the game in a way that we, like, at least in, in my memory of in terms of watching Eagles receivers, like, I remember T.O., but, you know, I was still pretty young then. And it's like, since then, we've had the Macklins and the... Uh, 
Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, this is like a different smaller level. frame. These guys, this guy's a bully. Different like, level player. This is what this is what Alshon. Alshon was in this mold, yeah. but he wasn't the physical specimen. He didn't have the speed or, mm-hmm. or the route running ability that AJ Brown yeah. has. But he was, you know, big, strong, tall, go up and get the ball, bully. But this is just this. AJ Brown is probably the best melding of physical ability and technical play in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean he's a top he is, five. He can do top five every, receiver easily. Yeah, I mean I you have to appreciate that the offense was running incredible the other day. Mm-hmm. The offensive line looked good outside of the outside of the constant false starts. Yeah, that and was crazy. I know Sloppy. Jeff Stoutland was motherfucking. I don't know what it was. I I heard something like. Uh, they knew that uh, Jim Schwartz was is like a defensive assistant over there, and they know that he jumps. They he was they were trying to get him to jump, but it's like, I mean, after like the second or third one, I would probably just let it go. It was like the Eagles probably gained lost like I would say fifty yards on. on well, penalties. didn't they have, I think they had nine? I think it was nine. nine it was the grand total? Yeah, and and to just like the Eagles not only beat them uh, beat the Titans bad they beat themselves because they kept getting backed up they i think they lost out on a touchdown on a quez watkins or like it was like going to be like a 45 yard gain and then uh i think that turned into the the uh Devontae smith touchdown so like everything just wor- broke the eagles way on sunday it was um, crazy can you imagine the feeling of being a young corner you know you're i don't know i don't know how old the guy was that was that was covering uh fuller i think his name fuller. was covering aj brown aj brown you're lined up one on one, and you do it. You're in phase. <laughs> you're streaking down the sideline with them. You got them blanketed. There's no way. There's no way they're going to throw this ball. You turn your head, and AJ's got late hands. Yeah. So he's just running, and you think everything's okay. And the next thing you know, he's just young balling you. <laughs> yeah, he's reaching around you, hugging you, taking the ball, and then saying, "I'll catches take the, the ball I'll take off this. your fucking face mask." <laughs> And just starts laughing. I would never leave my house. Mm-mm. I would I'd never retire. leave my house. I would quit. I would say thanks for the money. It's yeah. been real. Imagine, imagine this: you are a GM of a team uh, that has won their division multiple times in the last year. Uh, you have Derrick Henry and a really good coach, and you say, you know, I'm not going to pay AJ Brown. I'll, I'll take a first round pick, and I'll let somebody else pay him. And now he's 24 years old. And he's locked up with the Eagles, and you lose your job because he. Wait, and the first time you play him, he stunts on you, and then there's a nine year old pissing on the owner's box and giving you the finger, telling you to go fuck yourself. And the next morning, you get called into the owner's office. And you're like, all right, that's got to be the worst 48 hour period anyone's ever had uh, in, in football. You know what, though? It's actually getting fired as a GM is the best job ever. Because he has like five years. I was reading he's had, he has like five years left you on his deal, get, and they're just going to give him five million bucks a year for the next like five years. <laughs> I say, I want to get a GM gig for real, and then get fired. I I get fired way quicker than that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what also is crazy? Like looking back on it, I mean, the Packers haven't had a good year, but they won that Devontae Adams trade. I mean, they got two first round picks. And the Raiders aren't going anywhere. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I would say the Dolphins, won, you know, I don't even know if the Dolphins won that trade because I, I don't really know what the uh, what Kansas City got, but they, those teams look fine. But, man, did Tennessee just take the the heftiest L. I, I mean, it was the guy was 
he was literally like like forty eight percent of your entire offense. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he was a significant cho- of, of of everything. He made, he, did. he made Ryan Tannehill. Did you see what Ryan Tannehill said to AJ Brown too? Yo, he dropped the end bomb. I know. Did you see it? They, I, they, I I saw him go. Man, you didn't have to do it too. It's like that. You didn't have to do it like that. Yeah, but did you did you see the video? I didn't. If I, you watch, the sound cuts out, <laughs> and he goes, "You didn't have to do us like that." And he, you can see him mouth words, but the sounds cut out. He said the n word. I can't believe Ryan Tannehill has has got the end pass. He d- obviously does. AJ Brown was like, "Aha, aha, <laughs> <right>. yo." <laughs> He was like, you know, I had to do something to you. And it was like, you didn't have to do eight for 120 and two touchdowns, did you? <laughs> and I'm sitting here sipping my egg like, oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, that is what he had. Uh, was it eight? Yeah, eight, one, nineteen, two. Meanwhile, Devontae Smith, five, one, oh, two, one. I mean, I mean, and this is the thing, right? We come out of this Packers game and people are like, oh, why aren't they throwing a the ball? Myself included, I was like, oh, why? What's, what's going on? Well, they ran for 363, but the last couple weeks, we hear this, like, chirp. They're getting away under from the ground. Their, why yeah. are they getting away from it? Why are they getting away from it? So what do they do? They come out against a team that's not as good at defending the pass as they are defending the rush, and Hurst goes 29 for 39, 380 yards, three passing touchdown, a one rushing touchdown, 130.3 rating. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? I can't throw the, the fourth ball. quarter. Didn't play the fourth quarter. Oh, and quarter. he didn't, didn't play, play the fourth quarter. Yes, you're right. So, like, that's, I mean, the the stats that the Eagles have are through three quarters, and it was just such a such a great, such a great game. Like, just, I, the vibes were immaculate go, coming out of that game, and it's just, it's just an awesome time. I'm, I'm in such a good mood. And I just, you know, I, I don't usually like to get ahead of myself, but now it's like, with Jimmy Garoppolo's injury, nobody else in the NFC except the Cowboys really... I mean the the path is the path is there. Yeah, I mean Minnesota, Minnesota is another one that I think you know. I Minnesota I don't think they're are, are frauds. I don't think they're frauds. I don't think they're on the Eagles level. I don't they're, think they're on the Cowboys level. But somebody's got to be in the conversation now that San Fran is starting Purdy, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, Mister Mister Irrelevant. Last uh, last pick in the draft last year. Yeah, I think the I think the Vikings are not a bad team, but I think they're like a seven and four team posing as a ten and two team right now. They have like the they have like the worst point differential in uh, NFL history for a, a team with ten wins through this point of the year. I think they're like plus ten. They should have lost the game against the Jets. Like the Jets had like I think five red zone trips and they went field goal on every single one of them. Yeah, I think they should have lost against the Bills too. Yeah, the Bills that fumble. It's just. I would have really. I think uh, here's my here's my bet of the week. I'll give it to you early. Oh, we're doing it now. I'm just I'm just because now we're talking about the Vikings. I think the Vikings, if not lose losing like on the spread to the Detroit Lions in Detroit, I think they may lose outright to Detroit. I think Detroit's like trending upwards, playing better, finally figuring it out, and I think that they might just just get beat there. Upset of the week. I would need it. I need it just so I can calm down, and then the Eagles just have to take care of business against Dallas, and that's all we have to worry about. I'd love that. Yeah. I also have a bet with Johnny Panvini that I'd like to win. We were uh, we were talking about the situation with the Eagles moving forward, um, and if neither us nor the Cowboys lose, yeah, we would have. I think we would have to start our starters that week. 
against, against the against Cowboys. A, yeah, so if if the Eagles win out with and lose the Dallas game, they have the one seed. If the Eagles beat Dallas, they they conceivably could rest week 18. Right, because now as as it stands right now, we're two games up on Dallas. Yes. Uh but if we don't win that Dallas game, we're one game up. And then we have, we'd have to win the other two games because they have the tiebreaker or something. Right. Well, they wouldn't have the No, the conference record is tiebreaker, right? Yeah, I think because they have Because we would split with them. Right. One and one. And then it would go to conference record. Right. So if the Eagles essentially with from what I understand, if the Eagles go four and one these next these next games, the they they win the the one seed. Guaranteed. Even if the one loss is to Dallas, yes. Even if the one loss is to Dallas, because I don't understand. Because I, I, I'm confused. We're we're eleven and one. They're nine and three. So that then they would be. We would be right. So they're two games back. Right, and they and would we get have one. the tiebreaker. So, so if we lose to them, they would now, be one game back. They'd be one game back, and we would lose the tiebreaker. And then, oh, okay, because we'd still be one game up. But if we lose two, right. So then we have to win week eighteen, right, to to retain it, right. Okay, yes, that is correct. Okay, so you know the hope of us being able to sit our starters for two weeks is uh, I very much I, not going to happen. I'm a rest versus rust guy too. I think I'm tra- traumatized from the last time the Eagles like were this good and getting buys and just feeling like I don't like two well, weeks off. I don't think that they would. I think they would probably play them for like as a if quarter. it were a, as if it were a um, preseason game and, yeah. and not let them get too rusty. And I mm. think that makes a lot of sense. But at least not so much the resting, but being locked up yeah. week 17 Would seems be. unlikely. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, unless you beat Dallas on Christmas Eve, which I I think Dallas is a very, very good team. Well, isn't that a week, isn't that a week 17 game? That's 16. 17 is the Saints. 18 is the Giants again. Oh, okay. I thought the Saints came before the Cowboys. I don't have it in front of me. Sorry, guys. No, it's fine. It's we fine. have the Saints in and we Chicago. And you want yeah. the we – have, we have – it's Giants – uh, Chicago Cowboys, Saints, Giants, Giants. Okay, those are our next games. And honestly, I liked that Saints game to mean something for the standings. On top of just, uh, I want to beat the Saints for the better pick, and I'd like those things to like align. So I hope. I, I obviously don't want to have to worry about Dallas or or the Vikings, but I still would like that game to mean something, just so that we have to. I like beating the shit out of the Saints too, because I've hated the Saints since they played Dreams and Nightmares when they beat us in uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, I've uh, always hated Sean Payton, and I know he's gone now, but um, the, I still I have the residual Sean Payton hate. Yeah, there's a stench about him. Yeah, that just lingers. I seen him the other day. He's getting fat. Good. Good. Hate him. <laughs> Good. Fucking hate him. Hope he gets early onset diabetes. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about this Giants game coming up. I can't believe we're only twenty three minutes into this podcast right now. It feels like we've been talking forever. Wait, yeah, we already talked about the Saints. Pick. Oh, there is something I wanted to talk about that we can't we can't blow by. Okay, Nicobe Dean, <sighs> fucking Nicobe stud, Dean. baby. <sighs> Nicobe Dean good. comes out, plays one quarter, leads the team in tackles, and he and he was flying around. Listen. He's exactly what we thought he was. Mm-hmm. Nose for the ball, never seems to make the wrong call. He, like he was flying through the fucking hole, making tackles for losses, getting getting in there against Derrick Henry, not playing scared. I know the Kaiser White isn't hurt very bad. I hope he's healthy. Yeah, but I do want to see more Nicobe Dean. Yeah, and someone else said something. Um, I hate I hate giving him flowers, but he's so damn good. 
uh, even though he stole our name. Solak was talking about if Reed Blankenship keeps playing this well when CJ comes back because he's got that nickel, uh, uh, like playing nickel cornerback in his repertoire, you can do heavy nickel, which sounds awesome of having three safeties out there and disguising CJ as as a as a nickel cornerback essentially, and and being able to keep Maddox, you know, especially Maddox getting healthy, hamstring scares the hell out of me. Yeah, taking his time, but I don't know where I don't know where. Uh, Maddox is on the injury, and I don't know where CJ is. I hear Goddard is feeling really good and coming back, which is like we put up 38 points on Tennessee without Dallas Goddard. Like, yeah. And he was going to be a 1,000-yard receiver this year. How good is – it's not good that Dallas Goddard got hurt, right? But like a little unthought-of benefit, I think, is that the rapport with – Quez and with Devontae oh, yeah. seems to have solidified a little bit more mm-hmm. as they became as though this became a wide receiver centric offense after losing Goddard. And I, I think that when Goddard comes back, I think it'll be fine. I don't think he's going to you know regress with with them. But I, it was really nice to see you know Devontae have a couple big weeks. Yeah, no, it definitely is great to see. I like Devontae having big weeks. Not so much you know I I I like the team you know having as many weapons as possible, and I, I love Goddard, and I think Goddard is like a top five tight end in the league, and I can't wait for him to be back because I think he's that good. But Devontae Smith, not in his character to be like, I want the ball, but it's good to give him weeks where you're feeding Devontae Smith because you know his development being staggered with A.J. Browns and, and with the, all these players, keeping these guys together and this core together is is essential, and it's just like, being able to say like, okay, there's a third and third and six. They know we're going to be looking at AJ Brown or Dallas Goddard. You can't cover them all. You're, there's going to be a situation where yeah. you can lean on Smith too. Selfishly, was, I also like the opportunity to continue a year later to flex on the Giants mm-hmm. since we jumped them in the in the draft to get him. Yeah, and meanwhile they drafted Kadarius Tony, acted like that's the guy they wanted, and then traded him away already. <sighs> What a what a and now they're winning games this year and they're not going to be able to get a quarterback next year in the draft. I mean they're they're just uh, even when they're good they're bad. Even when they do things right they're wrong. Yeah, well that's what you get. That good f them. Hope f you, them. Hope you keep having to pay Kenny Galladay. Yeah, that's I wanted Kenny Galladay that year. We all did. We that's, were all so wrong. We were so wrong. And you know I blame the fantasy footballers because they call them. Kenny G with the with the they, they did that. They used to call him Babytron. There was like all these things. So many nicknames. Babytron's a good name. Babytron. Remember Folgatron? What's he doing now, dude? He's he was mad that he wasn't playing when uh, Green Bay was playing the Eagles. He's on their practice squad. He's like, damn, I can't believe you. people even said I question my love for this game. It's like I don't even I don't even think about you. <laughs> I look at pictures of Devontae Smith and <laughs> AJ Brown. Um, what do you make of the uh, Eagles involved in Odell Beckham rumors? Any truth to that? Do you think? And also, are you at all interested in it? I I don't know if it's if it's legitimate. I wonder if it's a uh, attempt to drive up the price on Odell, you know, so that it's harder for uh, Dallas. To, I I really wouldn't like Dallas to get them. Get him, but at the same time, it's like I'm not afraid of Odell Beckham Jr. Not not that he isn't a good receiver. He's a good receiver. He was good last year with the Rams, but he tore his ACL in February. He's not 100%. There's questions in his health. I don't really want to get into that because I don't think think there's too many mouths to feed already for, for the Eagles. I would like it out of spite, but is that really worth paying him so that 
somebody else might, you know, he may want targets or something like that. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't think it makes sense for the Eagles to bring in a 30-year-old coming off a major knee injury yeah. uh, at wide receiver, especially when, you know, Quez does have a little issue with his hands, I think, sometimes. Yeah. But he's your third wide receiver. I just don't know if it's if it's worth shaking it up at this point. Yeah, things are going really well. I think the Eagles' offense is like, if not first in the league, it's up there. Yeah, it's there's no need to to add another you know receiver. The, I think the maturity level of all these receivers, it's like not even like having a veteran in there would do anything. That's you know the thing, I mean? you know. I don't I don't think Odell. I think Odell probably gets a little bit more hate than he deserves as yeah. far as what he brings to a locker room. But I don't think he's like a like a good role model veteran yeah. player. That even would like help bring this team along, mm-hmm. you know. Like Linval Joseph, I think is like a good, good He's veteran player. Not man. that they need that, or, you know, on the defensive line, they got a lot of that. Yeah. But, you know, that's the kind of vet that you that kind of just assimilates. And I don't think that Odell would just assimilate into into a lot of ro- locker rooms in this league. Just be, even if it's not his fault, there's a media circus that comes with him, right? You know. So I just don't know if it makes sense. Yeah, I agree. And and just circle like. I know we've we've talked about it and we're, we're we're big Howie supporters, but just that those ads. I know it was in the moment of like helping your run defense, but what it's doing as a secondary thing for for Fletcher Cox these last couple of weeks, it seems like he's a new new man because he's playing less snaps. These lesser snaps have have put him in a position to essentially look like old Fletcher Cox. Like, the same way that Brandon Graham is playing limited snaps and looks really good, it's like, we're just so deep, and it's just like, the, these ads that were lo- veteran minimum plays for these two guys that just are clearly affecting the game in their snaps and making everybody better is just an awesome thing. And and Hargrave, you know, he's been good all year, but he's looked even better these last couple of weeks because it's just like, what do you, what do, you do if you're an, a center or, you know, a guard and you have to go against Fletcher Cox, full tilt, then he cycles out. You got Linval Joseph, he cycles out. Jordan Davis, he cycles out. It's it's Dominican Sue. Dominican Sue. Yeah. It's got to be the worst it, thing It's a ever. murderer's row. I would hate it's, it. It's definitely a murderer's row. I mean, they had six sacks last week against the Titans. A six-pack. Yeah, they split a six-pack. Split a six-pack. <laughs> that was so dumb. His two jokes were really bad. The, the, the NFL guy, uh, hat tip to you for that one, and, and the, I guess they're still – Looking at FIFA group play, that that was what he was talking about with the tie. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is because you can tie in the group play a World Cup. All right, nothing was better than than the the group chat uh, this week where you were like, "So what does this mean, uh, f- soccer?" And everybody was like, "This is this," and you're like, "So wait, you could fucking tie? That's bullshit. That's bu- and we lose if we tie." Yeah, we that, that's what I didn't understand. That it went it went by like it, it, you. I didn't understand. They were like, "Oh, if America." gives up a goal here they lose no matter what and yeah. i was like well what the fuck there's more time on the clock so that's not necessarily true and then the game was over but then they were like all right like, yeah, there's 12 more minutes i just decided i was like what the fuck is going on i i i i want to like soccer more i really do want to like it more and I, I just you know what i can't i i was like there's got to be something to this you know it's not very popular here but we're stupid Americans, right? right? Like we're savages, basically. The rest of the world, they they know something we don't. That's the most boring fucking sport I ever seen in my entire life. I think I figured it out. I watched Joe B at the game, like watching it at a bar, 
and they were singing songs and drinking. You don't actually watch the game. You okay, just no, black no. out. That is cool. Like the, the songs and everything. The hooligans. But we could do that. We could. Oh, I really hate this. Oh, we have a special delivery here on the podcast. My lovely wife I'm gonna get is here beer. with our eggs. Do you think those eggs are going to fit in that shot glass? You think that's the appropriate amount? Yeah, those are not bad. Back, we really need rocks glasses, baby. You said shot glasses. I was wrong. Can you go grab two rocks glasses? I I love you so much. I'm sorry. I have a duty. I can't move. I got a duty to my listeners here. We can't even get up. Give me one of those beers. I can't. I can't. Literally, I can't stand up. We're going to wash these eggs down with a couple. With a champagne of beers. Miller High Life's. The go-to. in Mexico? Yeah, I did. That poncho? I wish I would have known there was ponchos in Mexico. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Actually, I'm going to throw that on. (laughs) Good idea. It's a nice style point. Oh. This is good podcasting right here. In the in midst of a podcast, we have... <laughs> you kind of look like Manny Pacquiao. Is that a short joke? No, no, it's a poncho, it's a poncho joke. It might be... Uh, Where do you think Manny Pacquiao is from? Mexico? No. Los Angeles? No. Canada? Dominican Republic? Jamaica? No. He's not from any of those places. Are these cage-free eggs? I only do egg bets with cage-free eggs. They are. Wow, these are... They're these actually are, they're actually free free range. These are tinier eggs. I feel like this is a good thing. This feels like a, 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 a good size. Manny egg. Pacquiao's Filipino, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm so glad no one listens to this podcast. Uh, are you excited for Ween this weekend? Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not. Did you get the picture from Mike Willis, though? What picture? The Ween crew? I'm in the group chat. But did he put? I, I guess I'm not. No, well, he posted the picture. Did Have you seen Thank it? Thank you. Thank you. What picture are you talking about? There's a Ween picture. Uh, where's my phone? Oh, put it in my little phone slot. Oh, yeah. So I, uh... I was like, I'm going to go, and I was, like, pretty excited about it, and then I listened to Ween, and I was like, oh, I don't, this band's not very good. This is, (laughs) oh, oh, yes, I I have seen that, yeah. And then I said, you're banned from using Photoshop, and he's like, take it up a notch, and then he had Miller Lite and the weed pen and whatever that is. That's a bag of meth, I think. (laughs) And mushrooms. Um, Yeah, I'm, like, I'm actually horrified. To, it's gonna be. I don't want to go. Uh, I committed to it. I'm going to go, of course. But um, I'm not feeling great about it. No shell. And you know, I'm going to be the only one there that's not like high. Well, you should just get it, high. I think, I think they're all doing shrooms, and uh, if I do shrooms in that environment, I will 1,000 percent have a panic attack. So I hate my life. Not going to do that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Just <sighs> we owe a couple oh, eggs here. Fuck, I hate this. Why did we do this? Who thought of this? This might be the uh, this might be the final year for the egg bats. Yeah, I. W- <sighs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Anyway, uh, go birds. I like here's to the birds. <sighs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Wash it down with a Miller High Life. I'm good. And we're back. That was disgusting. And uh, I don't think I'm going to do any more egg bets this year. <sighs> I think I've had enough. 
I think I had enough egg bets. Um, I've sacrificed my body enough for you people. Um, moving on, we're going to get to We got him to 11-1. Yeah, I That's, feel like we're partially responsible for that. Oh, that was so bad. I hate it. It's like, it's like there's never been anything that I do except for, like, the only thing I can compare it to is, like, a shot after you almost puked on your last shot and someone was like, we got to run it back. And you didn't, like, you were young and 21, you thought, like, I'll just do it. And you don't, like, you don't have the courage to be like, no, I'll throw up. And that feeling of just, like, my body's like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And then it gets in and it hits your stomach and, and your stomach's like, the fuck who let this guy down here and now i feel disgusted but good protein good source of protein so that's true it is a good source of protein and, and i got to watch aj brown take his i think only one in like the thing one in like twenty thousand of them have salmonella we're fine and then we would also have to catch salmonella right like it would be like a, a double dip like you, like it could have a salmonella strain but that doesn't mean we're gonna get salmonella. oh really and then like most of the time you just shit right which would be good for me well it, my sister would be so mad if, if I you ruined had salmonella. Oh, our wedding. wedding is this weekend. Yeah, it's Saturday. That's why I can't go to Ween. Sorry, Ween. <sighs> well, you know, congratulations, congratulations. Yes, yeah, shout out Gabby, getting married. Love Chris Leonard. Mm-hmm. Very happy about it. Went a lot of weddings this year, dude. It was ridiculous. This is my last one, and then um, I'm next. I think. I think. Well. Patrick Rourke, who doesn't listen to this podcast, and Dusty are like getting married, but that's not that's not as that's not in the sphere of of the Philly specialist world. Right, right, right. So, anyway, uh, so we should talk about this week's game. I'm I'm like coming I'm coming down from that egg. I take my poncho off. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually just a puke cover, just in case. I would never puke. It's impo- it literally it's too nice to puke on it. Yeah, I got it in Mexico for um $45. It was actually it's funny because we were at a restaurant. We we um the day after the wedding, we rented like chartered a boat. Okay. And it, we yeah. we had like every a lot of people that were left. I think there was like 13 or 14 of us. We went to the little island across the way and uh in the restaurant there was a guy with this exact poncho. He was like $100, $100. I was like, uh, you know, I can't do it. Maybe. I was like, maybe. He was like, "Oh, for you, I I'll do 80." I was like, ah, you know, all right, we're coming back. He was like, oh, nobody ever comes back. I was like, I swear to God, I'm coming back. I have to come back this way to get to my boat. And he's like, okay, okay. So I go out on the street, first little shop, $45 for the same exact poncho. I was like, that guy's fucked. So I bought this one, and I walked back, and I had it draped over my shoulder, and he looked at me like this, like. Listen, that's just bad sales. I said, dude, it was half the price. Yeah. can't. What am I supposed to do? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, hustlers are going to hustle. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm not knocking a hustle. No. He, he had me where, right where he wanted me. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mike Willis bought weed there, and they were, they were very overpriced weed weeders. Yeah, but you can't haggle over there. Yeah, you can't. Chop your hands off. I think that's, I, I think that's if you steal. And then, and then... Uh, I wouldn't risk it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so, this week, Philadelphia Eagles are fl- uh, going up to... New York, New Jersey, actually, to play the Giants. The Giants this year, uh, I think, have impressed a lot of people in terms of their record. They're, I think, they're seven and four, seven four and one. I believe. I believe that is correct. They're yeah, seven they four and one. They just, with, uh, they just, Washington. yeah, like FIFA, FIFA group stage. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Uh, 
they tie Washington last week. Uh, hard to get up for this team. Um, I am fired up because I think that this was last year. Outside of the one time we were yelling at each other when we were like, I was like, you want him to fail. That might have been the Gi- It was either the Giants game or Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, no, because Tampa Bay, I wasn't upset. I remember just being in in like a drunk bliss, being like, "This is this is good. This is progress." They made the playoffs in a year. I didn't think they would, so it must have been the Giants game. But those Giants games last year were two of the worst watching experience as an Eagles fan. Jalen Hurts had three picks in one of them. Was coming back from the ankle injury in the second game and won. It was like six six. We were playing Jack Jake Fromm. Uh, they ended up winning the game, but it was ugly. Both games were just truly very ugly. In terms of just the offense looked pitiful. Uh, I think this is a big, like, circled game for Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is going to ball out, make a statement, because he seems like the type to, uh, you know, you wrote me off, but I never wrote back. He's that type of dude. Love that. Uh, So I think he's going to come down there and and dominate. Is that Geno Smith? That was Geno Smith after game one. Uh, Can't believe that. Cannot believe how good Geno, Geno Smith – like, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but, man. Yeah. No, good I for agree. him. I agree. Good for him. He probably should be in the MVP conversation. It's crazy. He's playing like it, but I, he'll win comeback player of the year. He should. And if you think about it, like, this year I remember saying, like, what are you doing signing DK Metcalf? I mean, he's a young receiver, but you don't have a quarterback. Your team's not going to be good. Why are you investing all that time and money into DK Metcalf? Probably Tennessee should have done that, too. You dummy! Now you're fired. Uh, but thank God. Anyway, getting thank back God, to the Giants, get, get fired. Uh, here's what Brian Dable had to say about the Eagles uh, today in a press conference. What Sorry. catches your attention when you watch film of them? Everything: their defensive line, their receivers, their quarterback, their offensive line. I mean, their offensive line is as good as it gets. Starts with Kelsey. Um, gets everything set. Just been a fantastic player for a really long time. I think Jalen is is operating at an extremely high level. And throw AJ, Devontae, you know, I know Quez got injured there. We'll see where he's at. The running game is really good. Their defense, their corners, their line. I mean, they can rush the pass or stop the run. They're, it's the reason why they're eleven and one. They're a well-rounded team. When you when you present this to the team this week, yeah, um, you know they know each other. So. Um, Dable knows what's up. Yeah, he's aware. He knows ball. Dabo, no, D- Dabo knows ball. Um, very good coach. Very good coach. That, that I think that is uh, a firsthand view uh, of a team that is probably not that good. And the, like Vrabel is the same way. Vrabel's a very good example. He is a coach that is getting the absolute most out of a less ta- lesser talented team than you know most most teams in the league. I think they're bottom. Third of the league in talent. I mean, Saquon's a hell of a player, but he has really gotten the best out of like Daniel Jones and that receiving core. Yeah. So again, it's it's one of those games. I I'd hate to see a Washington repeat, but I I just don't believe that they have the horses that even Washington has to. Uh, and I think that was a freak accident game. Like I I really don't think it's a replicable. Show like game and like if if Tennessee can't replicate it, I don't think I think it was just a, a a very bad weird night. Monday night football is always weird. It's one of those things, but it, there's there's teams that are similar. Like I think Washington and New uh, New York are in the same ilk, and you have to watch out for Saquon. You have to respect Saquon, but Saquon could legitimately get his, and I think the Eagles should still win this game handily because their defense isn't that good, and I think the Eagles' offense is now. 
reaching another tier. I'm wondering what this is going to be. Is this going to be 300 passing yards, 300 rushing yards, maybe 150 and 150? Who knows? I mean, it's great. Well, I mean, the the Giants are giving it up on the ground. They're giving up uh, a little over five yards of carry. Um, So I I expect to see a lot of rushing from the Eagles this Mm -hmm. week. I mean, I... At least a balanced attack. I don't think it'll be like last week where they dominated through the pass. Um, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. One thing, you know, if I'm scared of anything, it's their pass rush. Yeah. Their pass rush is pretty good. They get to the quarterback. They've got some good players. Kayvon Thibodeau has been emerging as, He's you know, looked really good. Yeah, he, he's come. I think that was a you know, good pick. He was worth the pick. So, you know, I think they're going to want to try to get the ball out of his hands early. Don't play to their strengths. Uh, I think they're going to rush a lot, especially in the first half. Use play action a little bit if you can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's really the key for this offense is to grind it out. I think when the yeah. Eagles when the Eagles look bad, it's when the Eagles beat themselves. That's been the case all year. You were just talking about how you're nervous about, you know, not nervous, but you don't want it to be like the Washington game. Well, the Washington game, the Eagles didn't lose because Washington played great. The Eagles lost because the Eagles played bad. And... In the last couple weeks, they seem to have really tightened things up. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of these issues solved, with the exception of the false starts. That's a problem. They got to continue to work on that. But the sloppy plays, the negative plays, they all seem to have kind of gone away in the last couple weeks. And Tennessee, they're not a bunch of slouches. Yeah, they they were. Uh, uh, that's a that's a damn good team. Like not, I don't want to call them a damn. No, they're, good team. they're but they're not. They're, bad. they're a good team that you just. They're a, a very good team that you just beat the shit out of. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Still, I, I think I pictured that game multiple ways. I wanted the Eagles. I thought that was like a true Eagles test. And to beat them the way that they did was just, I, I never saw that coming. The next game will always be the true test. It's just, yeah, it's just how it goes. Especially when you're, you know? when you're 11-1. and one. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the Giants' defense is good. Offensively, here's the deal. In my, in my opinion... Obviously, you have to stop Saquon. You know that. Mm-hmm. The second thing you have to do is you have to contain Daniel Jones. Yeah. He likes to run. Um, I mean, is he the athlete that Jalen Hurts is? Of course not. But he can get out of the pocket. He can move. You can't lose contain because he will take off and he will get easy first downs if you let him. Yeah, Tannehill got us for a couple this week. And, uh, it, uh, you know, didn't matter overall for the overall scope of the game. But I felt like that was like... If if you're gonna beat me with Ryan Tannehill having 13 yards a carry, go ahead. In this case, it, I'd rather say if you're gonna let Daniel Jones throw for 300 yards and beat us, I would be okay with that because yeah. that's the, it's just what you do not expect. So hopefully they have someone out there spying a little bit. I know Gannon doesn't really like to bend around a, a, a player in terms of like adjusting his uh, his philosophy, but I think the last weeks, last two weeks, really last week, he kind of adjusted his his philosophy in terms of getting after, really rushing in, really plugging gaps, playing uh, run blitzing a little bit more than what we've seen use recently uh, in terms of. Uh, what Gannon usually likes to do. So I'm wondering if he continues that because in the playoffs, that's what it's going to be. You're going to have to tailor your, your game plans to one, one thing you, you know, you're going to want to beat whoever you come into. If you're going to have Vikings come into town, you're going to want to shut out Justin Jefferson. I mean, it's just, you're going to want to have to get into those specialized game plans, especially in playoff football, where I think it's really hyper-focused in terms of they're going to come with one thing they really feel like they can beat you with, and you have to counteract that as best you can. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, I agree completely. It's 
It's, it, it sucks because we're so goddamn good at both knowing football, podcasting football, and the Eagles are so damn good. It's hard not to, you know, it's hard not to just agree. Oh, I got, I got a question. This is, this is a question that I had uh, written down for, not about this week, obviously. This, this week, I think we know where we are. It's been the same game plan every week because when you have a team that's talented, it's like, don't get in your own way and don't let their best player beat you. And if you can do those two things and you execute, you're going to win these games. With the playoffs, assuming, you know, assuming the Eagles get the one seed, who do you least like least likely want to see? What is your ideal playoff run, you know, teams that make the playoffs? Uh who you want to see in the link in the divisional round and then in the NFC Championship game? If if the Eagles were to win that, obviously we're assuming they're going to be successful. But is there is there a uh, a path that you think the Eagles are most likely to succeed in uh, at this time? I think right now the playoff picture, assuming it holds holds the way it is, I think it will. The Eagles are the one seed. Vikings are the two seed. Yep. Uh, Niners are the three seed currently. The Bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to see the Bucks. Yeah, exercise some demons. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Yeah, and I think that they are. Um, Stinky, yeah. So uh, Seattle. So you see, see, it would be Seattle and the Vikings playing. I think the Vikings can handle them. You're going to have uh, Dallas and the Buccaneers play, and the Giants and the Forty ers play. And then that could be, you know, that could all that could flip flop. The Forty ers and the uh, Seattle could flip, but I don't think it will. I think the Forty ers even with Brock Purdy, are going to win enough games to win that division. I don't want to see the Cowboys, and I'll tell you why. Um, assuming we win in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. it's hard to beat a team, team twice. It's really hard to beat a team three times. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, especially when it's an in division game. And listen, I hate the Cowboys. They're not a bad team. No. They are. They are a very good football team. Beating them three times, it would just be like betting on a coin flip. That scares me. Don't love that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I'd want to see the Niners because they're banged up they don't have an answer at quarterback um that defense is very mean Mm -hmm. so you know i don't want to see the vikes i I wouldn't mind the bucks i wouldn't mind seattle of course i mean we want to play the worst teams right my my thought is with the cowboys i think the eagles match up well against pretty much every team except that niners defense that niners defense is special i don't know if it's enough with brock purdy as your quarterback but i would like to avoid those that's probably the number one team i'd like to avoid the cowboys it's really not I, – I don't think that the Eagles are unable to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a good team, but I don't think they're in a position where they can't win three times against them. The other side of that is the Cowboys are a good team, and if the Eagles win, like, say, 60% of the time, it, I don't think I could live with how miserable I would be if the Cowboys knocked the Eagles out of the playoffs. Like I just the 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 extra emotional. No, I think I would commit term- a terror attack. The extra turmoil that I would feel That's a joke. inside. That's a joke. Yeah, this is a, this is a not a terrorist podcast. <laughs> we're anti-terrorist <laughs> officially. We're officially coming out against terrorists. Who? Okay, if we if we were to make it to the Super Bowl, who? What AFC playoff picture team would you most want to see? Uh, I would power rank it in in order of teams I would least like to see the most right now. Chiefs, least. Bills, second least. Bengals, third least. 
Ravens. Oh, excuse me. What about, Switch, yeah, what about yeah, Miami? Get Miami out of there. I wouldn't want to play Miami. Miami's probably third. I'd rather play Cincy than Miami right now. I think now. I agree because I think you can get after Burrow. Their offensive line is still suspect. I don't want to mess with those. I don't want to mess with any of those receiving cores that are, like, terrifying. Uh, oh, give like, me the fucking Jets. Yeah, if the Jets make it to the Super Bowl and we get there, I think we It's just, it's really, it's really, but here's the thing. Stepping back into it, we're in a position where the Eagles are going to have to beat at least one of the following teams, the Cowboys, to win the Super Bowl. The Cowboys, the Bills, or the Kansas City Chiefs. I think those are the four teams that are like, something crazy could happen, we could be wrong, but I just those are the four, and then I think it's a very wide gap between them and everybody else. I think Yeah, up until up until last week I think the Niners were Yeah, Niners were there, Bengals like I would say like the next tier, Bengals Niners, and Vikings. then another gap. The Vikings Vikings might be getting a little disrespected now. I disrespect them. I am going to personally <laughs> disrespect them until they beat us. They're ten and two. They're Fugazi. They're Fugazi. No, I think dudes. they're legit. I mean I think they're legitimately good. They're are are they've the, got some they have some some coin flip wins. Yeah. And like they could they could be 8 and 4. They could be maybe I don't think they could be 7 and 5. Do you think they beat the Niners even with with Brock Purdy? Do you think the Niners beat them? Or do you think they're better than the Niners? I, I honestly would have a hard time betting on Brock Purdy. Yeah. I mean that the it situation is, Cousins, is just Remember. I I'm I'm here's my dream. Well, here's my fair. dream scenario. So the the Cowboys are right now 5th. That yeah. would be the best they could possibly be. So that means they would play the Buccaneers. I would love a like one last Tom Brady banging Giselle on the star. Well, they would be home, but you get the picture. Beating the shit out of the Cowboys, Cowboys out of the playoffs. We can piss on them. Then the next year, week, the Eagles would probably be playing. I think that would mean we would play the Buccaneers. Exercise those demons. Then it's it's really between. I think it would be the Niners and the Vikings playing it, each other. <coughs> And I would like <laughs> the Eagles at home, the Vikings come to town, and just another 38-7 to 7 romp. Eagles go to the Super Bowl. I'm on Broad Street that night. You're on the other side of Rittner Street. I'm on the far side. We run across beer high five again. The, 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 the actual fertilization of the TPS egg is recreated. The, the moment, the, the spark... And then the Eagles face Big Red in the Super Bowl, oh. and the Eagles win. And the reason they win is because Nick Sirianni out-time management's Andy Reid. And that would be my dream. That's actually not crazy. Um, that's that's I think my perfect... Sp- similar, similar to that, I like that. I think that if we were to beat the Niners in the NFC Championship game, I would be like, lock it up. It's right. already done. We've already won. If we beat the Vikings, I still have some doubts. Okay, so you so it so you definitely think the not, uh, the Vikings are frauds then? I, th- I no, I think the Vikings are are an eight and an eight and four team masquerading as a ten and two team, mm-hmm. and I think the Niners are a ten and two team masquerading right. as an eight and four team. They're that's just a crazy thing how different a quarterback like even Jimmy Garoppolo the drop off from him to Brock Purdy is crazy. Guess that's that's a really that's like the Eagles. Without Jalen Hurts, like, I want my. I mean, like a Bills Eagles Super Bowl, fun. nuts. My neighbor across the street is a Bills fan, and I it would be some serious shit talking going on. Yeah, 
There would be so many broken tables up Durfer Street. You know who else I wouldn't mind beating? I wouldn't mind seeing Cincy. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I Cincy. think that would be a great game. Yeah, that would be a great game. Uh, Ravens, I, I love the Ravens. Lamar is probably like one of my favorite quarterbacks. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Not, not I also have a $50 future on the Ravens and the Eagles both to win the Super Bowl. So if they were both in the Super Bowl, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Anthony has a fifty dollars guaranteed we, money. Yeah, thousand dollars on both both bets. So, oh man, you're a sicko. Well, no, no, I have fifty on them each, but it's a thousand. <laughs> you win a thousand. So the minute the Eagles make the playoffs is the minute I no longer view it as winning, losing fifty. It becomes losing a thousand. The money I could have won is what what happens. That's a sickness. Yeah. You are a gambling addict. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I don't want to see my. Did anymore. Matt Collins score the first touchdown in the game for? <laughs> the the Raiders, by the way? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Uh, touchdown. Was not. Who was it? It was Josh Jacobs. Of course it was. Of course it was, yeah. <laughs> I, but Josh Jacobs was like plus 340. Who's going to bet that? I put $5 free bet to win 70. You know how fucking smart I felt when I drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire over Josh Jacobs, and then he went off for the first three weeks, and I was like, wow. I can't believe this is real. <laughs> and then it it was all taken away from me. God damn it. Oh, no, I'm fine. All right. My team. So. Derek Carr. Basically, the Eagles are the best. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, you, you bet of this. the week. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. We, do we have a st- start of the week is Miles Sanders after you said that stat uh, about uh, the running game. Uh, Miles Sanders is officially like <clears throat> exercising every touchdown demon. Maybe he has seven this week. I wouldn't mind that. Um, bet of the week. The Oh, my goodness. The Lions are two point. So the disrespect is real. The Lions are two point favorites at home right now to the Minnesota Vikings. What's what is what is Detroit's record? Is Detroit four and seven, and they're they're favored against the ten and two? How is this even possible? I can't be reading that right. They are five and seven. So it was my underdog five bet, five and seven. But now I think that there's too much disrespect. The other way, I'm zigging when they're zagging. You're taking the Vikes. Take the Vikes plus two. Vikes with points is crazy. That's cr- it's cr- that is. I actually was like, I put it at like four, four minus four for the Vikings, thinking like, okay, that's a good value. I wonder what the line is on the Eagles uh, Cowboys game coming up. Oh, I don't know if they go three weeks ahead. They go two weeks ahead. I can tell you the Eagles are seven and a half point favorites against the Bears. The Bears. Uh, what are they? What's the line against the Giants? Seven. 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 And that's a lot of points in in East Rutherford. That's what I'm saying. We're in New York and we're still given seven. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That re- that's like the scariest Eagles were thing. Six to and me. a half point favorites against Tennessee, though. Yeah, so I, I know. Think Vegas but is like at home, though. Right, we I were home, Vegas so that's like, like they think that's always three. I mean, they think we're going to win by ten. Yeah, it, what it is is, I think at this point they just want you to load up. They want they're they're like if I put if they go out and they put the Eagles at five and a half, it'll get hammered to seven. Probably opened around there and got hammered. Also. Giants are are fraudulent too, so I hope we beat the piss out of them. Uh, any other? So that was Sanders was my bet, uh, my start of the week. My, I have a I have a weird sit of the week, and it's not it's not for everybody. 
not even in my 10-man league, but I'm in a smaller league. And if you are, like, looking for I need a huge week, I have um, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, and Tyler Lockett in my goofy league. I'm very much considering sitting T. Higgins. Uh, Jamar Chase is back. And you're essentially hoping for the touchdown. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe Higgins has a big week. But I'd rather bet on the one guy eating in terms of Garrett Wilson. And I really like Tyler Lockett. He's been lighting it up this year. So maybe I sit Tyler Lockett. But Garrett Wilson is the only show in town right there. And they're throwing the ball 57 times. So Garrett Wilson is a start. And I would sit T. Higgins if you have better options. My bet of the week, I'm I'm sticking with Tennessee. Or sticking with... The Vikings, plus two. And are we officially not doing an egg bet, or do you want to do something so ridiculous that it will never happen? Uh, I'll do an egg if the Eagles score a defensive touchdown. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's definitely going to happen. I'll give you one. I'll give you – I'll actually do – I'll do two egg bets because they'll both be ridiculous. If Jalen Hurts has three rushing touchdowns, I'll, I'll eat an egg. If That's Bo- happened this year. If Boston Scott oh. has three total touchdowns, I'll eat a The roll. giant killer. You better watch out. I know, I know. I got I, I to gotta will it into – I hope he doesn't because, god damn, I got, I got Miles Sanders in my fantasy team. All right, so in summation, in case you were wondering about – Oh, score projections. Everything we've said. Birds by a million. Uh, yeah, well, the Eagles are going to win by about a million. Yeah, That's what we're thinking. Give or take a million points. Uh, Get your birds by a million Sweatshirts. Uh, sweatshirts. They are on our bonfire. Just mm-hmm. go into our Instagram, click on the link tree, click where it says store, buy a cool shirt. Yeah. I Christmas never wear that season. shirt without people talking about it. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. It, it so gets gassed up. Make sure you get one. I wore it to that shithole Texas. We don't like Texas here. We hate Texas. No good. Can we say podcasts from Texas are dumb? That was a, a zinger from last week. Brought it back. But I'm in Philadelphia now, so... Doesn't really fly. Well, I mean, fly. you can still say it. <clears throat> Nobody's going to stop you. No, literally, no one could stop me. You're all the way up. I'm all. I'm all the way up. In summation, birds. The Eagles beat the piss out of the Texans because we're the best team in the league. Uh huh. The Eagles are going to beat the piss out of the Giants because we're, we're the, the best, best team, team in the league. league. Uh, and we are on our way to the one seed. Birds by a million. Thank you for listening. Vibes are immaculate. What's this? Is this, uh, is this Ween? This is no. It's I have I've intentionally not listened to a you single anything you, of Ween. Do you know the song Ocean Man, Ocean Man, something? No, it's from the SpongeBob movie. Don't know anything about it. Ocean and, uh, Man, something. I'm gonna be totally. Oh, you are I'm gonna, gonna be totally surprised. You're gonna wish. You're gonna wish you were at that. I'm gonna wish other, I said no. You're no. You're gonna wish you were at that other concert we made you go to, with the. With, what with the with the gender fluid lead singers rocking out in that boot and saddle? Oh, the boot and saddle one. That band was good. I was surprised that they were really good, actually. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, you know the go drill. Birds. Go birds. If the Eagles win this week, I'm eating a raw egg.
sound loud. Das ist nicht gejet, the storm breaks loose. Just have to make it. We still wanna do.